How can we appreciate you? How can we thank you? Our hearts are full of gratitude. Our hearts are full of thanksgiving. We know that it is your doing, O God. You have brought us this far. From January to December, you have been good to us. So many things happened, but you preserve our lives. You have helped us to see the month 2018 in December. And we know that we are going to see the year 2019 in a grand style. As we thank you, we ask that our life shall be preserved. Our children shall be preserved. Our home shall be preserved. In the name of Jesus. As we thank you, we know they are going to see the new year in a marvelous way in the name of Jesus. Thank you and thank you and thank you and thank you. From January to December, you have been good to us. We are not dying in 2019. We are not dying in 2018. We are going to see the end of the year and see the new one. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. We are not taking the happenings in our lives for granted. Thank you for the blessing of this month. Be a month of gratitude. Help us, O Lord, to acknowledge the happenings and the good things that you have done in our lives. And to accord all the glory and the honor to you alone. Blessed be your name. We honor you, Lord. We thank you for your presence in our midst. Speak to our hearts this morning. Bless everybody today. I declare that your hand is coming upon us in a mighty way. Thank you for the breakthroughs. And thank you for the favors. We are leaving this place with our lives transformed. With miracles and breakthroughs happening in our lives. We thank you and bless you. In Jesus' marvelous name. Amen. I will give a big, big clap of Tell the person as you, you are welcome into December. Your month of gratitude. Amen. Hallelujah. I think we all believe that the Lord has been very... Come and give a big, big clap of phone to the Lord. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a month of thanksgiving or it's a month of gratitude. It's, it's the same thing. Every year, December will continue to be our month of thanksgiving forever till Jesus comes. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord because sometimes... If you don't know how to appreciate what is done for you, you lose what you have. Now, we read some few scriptures from Psalm 92 from verse 1 to 3 and Psalm 100, the verse 4. For you, O Lord, have made me glad. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name, O Most High. To declare your loving kindness in the morning, and your faithfulness every night. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute, on the harp, with harmonious sound. Give me the verse 4. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will triumph in your works of your hands. Amen. Psalm 100, the verse 4. He said, let's enter his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with what? Be be what? 
be what? To who? And bless. We are here to thank God. Tell the person, we are here to thank the Lord. We are here to thank the Lord. Now, what is thanksgiving or what is gratitude? Another word for thanksgiving also means gratitude. Gratitude or thanksgiving is recognizing and placing value on the good done you or for others and responding in appreciation. That you recognize that something has been done for you. Especially you or someone, but mostly you. So you recognize that because there are people that who never recognizes good that is done for them. So you recognize the good and you place value on what has been done for you. So you, you, you value what has been offered, what someone has done for you or what God has done. You value it. You don't take it for granted. And you don't only value it, but you respond in appreciation. I recognize Number two, I value. And number three, I show response by appreciating what has been done for me or what has been done for someone. And it's very much important. It is not taking what God has done for you and what people have done for you for granted. Great people don't take things for granted, but they value what is done for them. When you talk about those who are thankful, those who are grateful, they don't take things for granted. They value everything that God has done for them. And they value everything that people do for them. Unfortunately, many people are very ungrateful. And that is our problem. Because we don't value what is done for us. What God does in our lives. We don't value them. Now, whenever you are grateful, the first thing that happens to you that whenever you are grateful, gratitude takes away, I mean, complaining. Grateful people don't complain or they don't mama. They don't talk under their nose. Grateful people don't complain. Many of us here, but less about 90% of us here are always complaining. It's a sign that you are not grateful. You complain to yourself. Even there are some people that who can even look at themselves and they complain to themselves. Because you think that you are too short. You think that your face is made some way. You think that God has not been good to you. I wish I was taller like somebody. I wish I was this and I wish I was a bit. I was reading something from the news about the lady uh, yesterday who was about, about to get married. She slim. She wanted to become more slimmer, so she went to operate and died, because she was supposed to do the wedding the next day. I think some few days or something like that. Complaining all the time. We are not. We don't appreciate anything. Complain about your face. Complain about your nose. Complain about everything. You see nothing good. Always complaining. Listen to me. Grateful people does not complain. They don't murmur. One of the signs that will show you that you are ungrateful is your complaining. From Monday to today, you can see you, if you are counting the number of complaints you have made, only God knows. Always complaining. 
So grateful people, whenever you are grateful, it takes away complaining from you. From today, receive the grace not to complain in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Grateful people always see that no matter what they are going through, the Lord has been good to them and they always have a reason to appreciate God. People can have money, they can have food, they they can walk, they can sit, but yet they will still complain. You may not have everything, but how many of you from Monday to today, you have not eaten? Let me see your hand. We'll pray for you and we'll give you money. How many from Monday to today, you don't have, you have not even one address. You only had a dress this morning to wear. However, from Monday to today, you are lying at Kokolebu. They just brought you right now here. Let me see your hand up. That's how wicked you and I are. You have all these things. You have food to eat. You can do it also for all. So I must celebrate what God is doing in your life. I don't have to tell us. If I see that you are, you are, I mean you are married, what do I have to do? Be happy with you. New car, be happy with you. Dress and you're looking nice. Be happy with you. Because whatever God has done in your life is a proof he can do the same thing for me. It's a proof. It's a proof. How many of you believe that you will never buy a land, you will never build a house? Let me let's see your hand up. You will never. You will never buy a land, you will never build a house, you will never succeed. Let me see your hand up. Now, how many of you have seen people in this church who are succeeding, who are doing well, bought lands and building? Why don't you see people like that? So, please let me tell you, if you have seen that God has done for someone, then you must believe that he will do the same thing also for you. And let me tell you, don't look at anybody's success to determine that you are failing or you are succeeding. Nobody's success is a proof that you are failing or you are getting behind. No, 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 no. We are all running a race. Bible said the first shall be last. No, we are going like that. We are going. <laughs> As I was speaking, I'm just remembering some few things in my head. The tables are turning. Things are changing. And sometimes you don't also need to be envious of people because sometimes you don't know the source of what people have. You need to be very careful. You don't know. Just be very careful. You are envying people for nothing. Nothing. Hey, somebody is sitting in an air-conditioned car. Hey, I wish I'm this good. Let me tell you. Some people's air conditions are like fire. No, I'm telling you. I told you a story about a, a lawyer who bent his car at the motorway. He went for loan to buy a car. I don't know whether the insurance company or the, the bank were demanding for the And the, man, the lawyer couldn't get the money. He set fire in the car. So insurance will pay. And they found out that he, he intentionally did that. The dress that somebody is wearing that you are jealous and you are so... It's a borrowed dress. I'm telling you. No, I'm, oh, I'm serious. I'm telling you. The loans that people are having on their heads. Keep on jealous and them. When you're jealous, God say, ah, look at him. Look at her. I'm going to give you their troubles and... Uh, when you are grateful, it takes away jealousy, envy from you. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. I said receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Please don't allow jealousy to drive you into unnecessary competition. 
Because sometimes if you don't take care, jealousy will drive you to honesty. What? This one has it. I must also have it. This person is wearing a new dress. I must get a new. I must also get another one. Sometimes people can be secretly be competing with you, but you don't know. Competing with you. Competing you. Competition for what? Give me Philippians chapter 2. The verse 3. Listen to what it says. Philippians chapter number 2. The verse 3. Let nothing be done through selfish what? Or conceit. But in loneliness of mind, let each one esteem others better. Let nothing be done. So when you are doing something, ask yourself, why am I doing it? Most of the things that we do, we do it out of envy and jealousy. So you are led into competition. This one has opened a shop. I must also open a shop. Hey! Do or die, I will also get one. This one is driving, I must also drive. This one has it, I must also have it. Unnecessary competition and you are hurting yourself. You are wounding yourself. And you are dying slowly, but you don't know. May God learn from unnecessary and demonic competitions in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I see that grace coming upon us in the name of Jesus. I said, I see that grace coming upon us in the name of Jesus. Never jealous people. Psalm 37, the verse 1 to 3. He said, do not fret. Do not shake because of evil doers. Nor be evil, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut off like grass. Withers and green as um, the green herb. Verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. And he will be good to you. Amen. So grateful people are not jealous. They are not envious. Number three, grateful people also or gratitude leads to contentment. When you are grateful, you are content. You are content. Exactly. Most of our struggles come from lack of contentment. We are not happy with God and we are not happy with where he has brought us. We are not happy. And we are, we are, I mean, we are not taking life one at a time. Many of us are not content. Therefore, we are led into so many difficult, we do all kinds of things because we are not content with where God has brought us. We want to be great. It's good to be great. We want to prosper. It's good to prosper. But how soon do you want to prosper? Many of us want to be great, want to be successful, but we want it to happen now. It must be now. Now, now, now. I must succeed now. Because we are not content. You want popularity, you want fame. Now. You want to build a house, you want to build now. Contentment. And therefore, because we are not content, we are led into so many foolish things. And please listen to me. When you are not contented, the things you do, you'll be shocked. Because contentment is, lack of contentment is like a spirit. 
it torments you and it possesses you. You can do anything to get whatever you are looking for. Because you are not content with what God is doing in your life. Yeah? Help me as a person and say, are you content? Hmm. Philippians 4, 11 to 13. Please pass for me. Philippians 4, 11 to 13. Is that not that I speak in regard to need? For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. To be what? To be content. I know how to be abased. Look at the way NIV, I like the way NIV puts it. Please pass for me. From verse 12. I know what is to be to be in need, and I know what is it to have plenty. Many of us cannot go hungry for one second. No, 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 you can't. That you are there and you don't have even one city. No, no, something must happen for me to get some money right now. Something must happen. So if I have to do something, something, something to get something, I'll do it to get something. I'm telling you. But sometimes God allows you to go through pain, emptiness, to teach you certain things. But we are not content at certain levels that God takes us. Listen, he said, I know what is it to be in need. I know. I know. So if you can't stand, if you don't have anything, you can't Ah, It's like you're a mad person. You can't stand. If you have to go and take something that does not belong to you so that I can put it in your pocket, you'll do it. Contentment is being comfortable with where God has brought you. Even if you are in the midst of lack. Hmm. Yeah. That's the reason why we are, go to first, is it first Timothy 6? From verse 8. Look at what it says. 8 to 10. First Timothy chapter number 6. From verse 6. Start from verse 6. Please start from verse 6 for me. But godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. For we brought nothing into this world and we can take nothing out of it. Ro. But if we have food and clothing, we'll be content with that. Ro. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and what? Destruction. Listen, for the love of money is a rule. All kinds. All what? So when you are somebody who is not content and you are, you are so desirous of material things, it, do, it leads you into so many evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith. You see, one of the things that your desire for the things of the world and you are not content is that you are, you are being driven out of the faith. Yeah. You are leaving Christ gradually. You are backsliding. And pierce themselves with many what? Whatever that you get, you didn't get it out of contentment will hurt you by the end of the day. Whatever you have that you don't get it by contentment will hurt you. Please help me to the person. Be patient with the Lord. And let him raise you up. Gradually. Amen. So let's be patient. Don't be content. No matter how hungry you may be. When they bring food before you, you don't carry all the food and put it in your mouth. What do you do? And gradually, step by step, you see that your hunger will be reducing gradually. 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 
That's how the blessing of God is. Step by step, step by step, step by step. But if you're not content, you want it now. I must get it now. By tender my fire now. You will end up doing something. I must marry now. Lord, by January 31st, if I don't have my husband, Mercy. Tell the person, no matter how hungry you may be. Look at somebody's friend. Tell the person, no matter how hungry you may be. When you are eating, you don't put all the food in your mouth. You take it gradually. Step by step. And all your hunger will disappear. That is how God wants to bless you. Gradually, 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 gradually. Receive that grace in Jesus' name. Yeah. Contentment doesn't mean that be comfortable at where you are. But it means that appreciate God for where he has brought you and desire him to take you further. <laughs> he said your end shall be greatly increased. Where you are is not where God is taking. Please understand that. Where you are is not where God is what? But he wanted to appreciate him for where he has brought you and allow him to move your life forward step by step. But if you want to do things on your own way because you are not content, but when you are grateful, gratitude will take away lack of contentment out of your life. Because you know that the Lord has been very good to you. Receive the grace to be content with God. As I said, receive the grace to be grateful to God and he will take you further in the name of Jesus. I say he's taking you further in the name of Jesus. Now, gratitude also, or ingratitude is a sign. Because of time, let me just cut it. Let me share with you why some people are not grateful. Why some people? Many people are not very, very, very grateful to God. Why is it like that? Naturally, number one, naturally human beings are ungrateful. You must understand that. Naturally, human beings are ungrateful. Our fallen nature makes us ungrateful. Yeah, our fallen nature makes us ungrateful. Yeah. That's how your nature and my nature is. So sometimes somebody can do something for you and you see no reason why you should thank the person. Or somebody does something for you and you even forget to thank the person. That's your nature. Our fallen nature, before we gave our life to Christ, that's how you, I mean, we were. And it happened in the Bible in Genesis uh, 3. Look at verse 10 to 12. Listen to what happened there. Genesis 3. Adam did the same thing to God. Genesis 3 from verse 10 to 12. Please fast, fast, fast. Said Noah had Genesis 3. And answered, I heard you in the garden. This is when he ate the fruit. And I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Verse 12. Can we read together? Want to go? And the man said, The woman you put here for me, she gave me some fruit. <laughs> but when you read when you read Genesis chapter number 2, eh? when God created the woman and the woman was coming, when, when he saw the woman, what did he say? 
What did he say? This is the bone of my bone. This is what? He even gave the name to the woman. He said, she shall be called woman. Because she was taken out of a man. But now. Now the woman. <laughs> who told you a woman is your problem? Am I a bonza? Who told you that? Who told you that women are devils? Where did you get that thing from? The woman. No, have you seen how ungrateful we are? So by nature, the moment Adam fell, ingratitude began. It is part of our nature. We must be very careful. And it's something that everybody must deal with it. Everybody. Everybody must deal with that thing. Fight it with all your strength. That you will never be an ungrateful person, a wicked person. Fight it. Fight that. Because if you don't take it, you can easily forget. Because that's how your nature is. If you are not careful, you easily forget what God has done for you. You easily forget the good people have done for you. You easily forget. Can you imagine somebody who has been very good to you and you are paying the person back with evil? People, people do that. Yeah. So if you, your worst enemy now used to be your great lover. Somebody you are fighting with, quarreling with somebody, is somebody who has helped you before. That's right. Fight it! Fight it! No matter how people offend you, remember the good they have done it for you. Fight that nature, that part of you, that makes you ungrateful, that makes me ungrateful. Fight it! And ask the Spirit of the Lord to help you. Ask God to help. Lord, help me to be grateful. No matter what people have offended, even if somebody has done me good, help me to remember the good to cover the wrong that he has done against me. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. As I receive that grace in the name of Jesus. So please fight it. It's very much important. David had a very wonderful friend called Ahitophel. Ahitophel was a counselor to David. Very great counselor. But when Ahitophel counsels David, it was like uh, God has spoken. Yeah. But when David's own son, can you imagine a son stood against the father? Absalom. How can you rise up against your father? Speak against your father? How can you do that? You can't. You can't do that. Very ungrateful. If you don't remember anything, it was through your father and your mother that you came to this earth. You can't do that. Remember small, at least. When you were a child, he, she, she could have killed you. Your mother could have killed you. Your father could have killed you. But yet, stood against the father. And Ahitophel, a wise man, who didn't learn sense, joined, David, uh, joined uh, Absalom. Hmm. And they team up together against David. So David said, I think it's Psalm 41 verse 9. Is it Psalm 41 verse 9? I hope that's a scripture. Please pass for me. If it's not, then no problem. Psalm 41 verse 9. David made a statement. He said, even my close friend, whom I trusted. He was talking about Ahitophel. And Jesus used the same scripture concerning uh, Judas. Even my close friend, whom I trusted. He who shared my bread, we are eating together. Has lifted up his heel against me. If 
if you are here, you are like this person. May God have mercy. Hey, are you here? You have gone home. I said, may God have mercy on you. <laughs> Sometimes I look at certain people and I, I laugh. I laugh. You continue in that attitude. One day I was there, somebody came to talk to me about somebody who is destroying me, saying all kinds of things about me. And I said, I don't want to talk, but let me tell you. Let's take it from here. And I started explaining the things. So one, two, three. And I said, you were. Your ingratitude will follow you forever. I had a problem with one man of God. And the Lord spoke to me some years ago. He said, go and settle issues with him quickly. Because he has been a blessing to you. Immediately. I went, I organized some people. I, I, I couldn't go myself. I organized some people to go with me. We went. So people were very, very close to him. People that he, he respected. We went. And I went to him, I knelt down and I apologized. Said, All that happened, please forgive me. I was a child. I was not thinking right. I was a fool. I mentioned all that. Yeah? By the grace of God, we have a very good relationship. They come recently as you come and preach in their church for them. I was surprised. Every time I go and give him money, just to appease him, to make peace. May God help us. Amen. People are not grateful. We are naturally ungrateful. Number two, people are not grateful because some don't value anything. Why should I thank God for waking up? Everybody woke up. It's normal. <laughs> we don't value things. There are some people that when you give them five cities, they will, one day I was giving, uh, I, I think the rules are those who beg. Or oh, me. The person was worried me, those are the big. So I had, no, I had no money. I think I had some coins. And I took, I, I gathered the coins and I give it to him. I give it to him. And you look at them and say, ah, now we are not the mummy. Somebody was begging you. Is that all that you can give me? Hey! Is that all you can give me? I don't know whether it was, he was mad or but I, I didn't realize he wasn't mad. But what he was expecting was not what I gave him. Is that all that you can give me? Some of you, have you ever given something to someone the person did not re- say thank you before? You know the reason why? They think it is too small. Why do you give me this? Why do you give me five cents? And is that more than that? A whole pastor like you, you are bringing me envelope. When I open, it was two ganasities. How can he give me two ganasities? Some don't value anything. You don't value it. The things God has done for you, you don't value it. We don't value. You work, many of you wake up without even saying thank you to Lord for the for protection throughout the night. David said, "I lay myself to sleep. I awoke because the Lord did what." 
Psalm 3 verse 5. Please give me, give me that scripture. Please first. We think we deserve more than what we have been getting. So therefore we don't value anything. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustained me. So you are not alive by accident. Somebody, when you went to sleep, somebody sustained your life to wake you up in the morning. Don't take it for granted. You can lift up your hands. You think it's nothing? Hey! You can talk? You think it's nothing? You can breathe? You think it's nothing? You can sit down? The things you are ignoring and you are not valuing, people are fasting and praying for it. You don't know. Somebody's praying that, Lord, help me to raise up just one hand. Just one hand. Your eyes can see. Somebody's praying, Lord, help me so that my eyes can do what? can see. You can go to toilet and you can kneel down just quite small and brrr, you can go freely. Somebody gets to the toilet, it takes about one hour, the person is not out. Sit down there and laugh and take it for granted. The things you are taking for granted, people are fasting. Go to hospital, you will know those who are just praying. The Lord help me that even if I can walk with crutches, I'll be happy. Some people's legs have been hanging in the air for about six months. Six months. Their legs are six months. You can lift up your hand. You can lift up your leg. You can even use your bottle to sit. Hey! Yesterday I met a lady. He said, please, since ever I was born, I have never bathed with cold water. Because if I bathe cold water, I will die. I was surprised to hear that. I've been, this is a little bit about 35 years. So I've been bathing with hot water the, all the years of my life. Some of you here, you can bath with cold. You can bath with hot. Hey! You can breathe. Breathe in. Can you breathe out? Go and see oxygen on people. Take things for granted. And what you take for granted, God will take it from you. When you go to toilet and you can come back within 5-10 minutes, praise God. Father, I thank you. For smooth people. I, think, I told you a story about uh, the rich and the poor man. Yeah. And that story is true. You can laugh. <laughs> Somebody is praying to laugh. Burn your face. Do your face like that. I don't laugh. It's a blessing to laugh. You, how many of you, you were carried to this place? You were carried here? You walk by yourself to this place? Then you have every reason and every cause. You can clap your hands. Is it possible you can clap? You know some people are praying that the Lord will them to clap. for your wife. Thank God for your husband. Thank God for your child. Thank God for every state that you find yourself in. There's a song that, that says about, I think uh, someone who was complaining that he doesn't have uh, shoes. And uh, the person saw somebody who did not even have legs at all. Hey! Somebody said he didn't have dresses. So he was going to hang himself. I mean, his dresses were few. He went there uh, Climbed the, moved the dress down, climbed the tree. When he's about to put the rope, bend at the head, he saw that somebody, naked man, came and took it and said, Run away. He said, I'm not killing myself again. 
I'll be a fool. <laughs> Third person, be grateful to God. What you see as nothing, people are praying and fasting for it. So appreciate God. I hear you have gone home. I said, appreciate them, appreciate them, value things, value, 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 place value on what God does. Hallelujah. From today, we are not taking anything for granted. I said, from today, we are not taking anything for granted. Hallelujah. May God help us. Some also are not grateful because they think they deserve whatever that you give them. They deserve it. So why should they thank you? Because of what I've been doing for God. God must also protect me. God must also preserve me. So why should I thank God or appreciate what people do for me because I deserve what they do for me? Even if you still deserve what they did for you, you must continue to thank them because the more you thank them, the more God does more for you. And please listen to this. When you are ungrateful, it leads to offenses and separations. When you are ungrateful, it leads to offenses. When you are ungrateful, you hurt people. Hmm. When you are ungrateful, you hurt, you wound people. Many of you, you are hurting people, but you don't know. Eh? Yeah. When you are ungrateful, you hurt God. When you are ungrateful, you, I mean, you, 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 you offend people and you bring separation. Go with me to Malachi 1, 6. Please fast. Malachi 1, the verse 6. Please fast. And 2, chapter 2 from verse 1 and 2. Malachi 1 says, A son honors his father, and a servant his master. If I'm a father, where's my honor? God was complaining. People don't respect me. All the things I've done for you. A son honors the father, a, a servant his master. If I'm your father, where is the honor due me? If I'm your master, where is the respect? You don't respect me. God was offended. Let me show another scripture. Malachi 2 verse 1 and 2. God was offended. And now this admonition is for you, O priest. Bible says we are all priests. Verse 2. If you do not listen and if you do not set your heart to honor my name, says the Lord of Almighty, I will send a curse upon you. I will curse your blessings. You don't recognize, you don't value anything. Because you don't value it, I am taking it from you. don't value your husband, you don't value your wife, you don't value your job, you don't value whatever God has brought on your way. So I'm going to take it from you. Whenever you don't appreciate people, you, you, you offend people and you bring separate. People are really offended because of you. No, people are offended because of you. Hallelujah. So when you are not grateful, you end up hurting people and you end up hurting yourself. <laughs> when you are not grateful, you end up hurting people, you end up hurting yourself. And please listen to me, ungrateful people doesn't end well. Check through the Bible. All ungrateful people did not end well. Look at her. Uh, uh, Lot. 
You are nobody and your uncle took you. Follow me. So that something good can happen to you. He followed his, his uncle Abraham. When there were few problems between them. And because you follow him, the Lord also blessed you. Because sometimes when you work with successful people, God also makes you successful. And uh, there was a few issues between your servants and the servants of your, of your uncle. And he told you, choose any of the place that you want. And you, you think you are wise. You look at the best part of the land. And took the, the best part. So your uncle should, and his animals should go to the wilderness. What kind of wickedness is that? Later they didn't know that where he was choosing was leading him to Sodom and Gomorrah. Look at his end. It took the grace of God for Abraham to forgive him. Lot, he should have, and even, even, even when he was forgiven, look at what happened to his wife. Ungrateful people doesn't end well. Listen, put it in your head. Un, tell the person to you, ungrateful people. And I'll tell you the reason why. Ungrateful people doesn't end well. Look at what happened to Judas. Look at what this man did for you. Jesus help you. You are nobody. Gave you anointing. You are counted among the twelve. Very ungrateful. And you went to betray your master, the one who has helped you before, who has, who has done something for you, gave you food to eat, and, and made you uh, somebody to collect money. Accountant. Ah. Did all that for you. Look at how he ended. He went to hang himself. You know what, what happened to Ahitophel and Absalom? Those who rose up against David and the, listen, they didn't end well. Ungrateful people, may you never be an ungrateful person. Ingratitude affects your future. From today, every root of ingratitude and ungratefulness be cast out of our lives in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. May this is be cast out of our lives in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 17 verse 13. Give me the new King James. Proverbs 17 the verse 13. Let all of us read together. Proverbs 17 the verse 13. 13. Want to go? Whoever rewards evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. Whoever rewards evil for good. Look at how this woman has been good to you. This man has helped you. Some of you here. A boy is helping you as you are sitting down. Because you know that he will marry you. And you know that you will dump him. Continue. If you don't like him, don't chop his money. Safe. What did you never tell? A lady has given all her heart to you. And you know that you are, not ta- you are taking her nowhere. You continue. Continue. You are breaking people's hearts by heart. And you think you are champion. I'll finish you. Someone was looking at searching. He said, I finish this one. 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 I finish all. Conquer all. And you think you are conquering. Continue to conquer. You will meet your, your meter. 
If you know you don't love the lady, don't go and arouse the lion in her. In every woman, there is a lion in every woman. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> There's a lion in every woman. You arouse her, you know that you are taking her nowhere. And you are arousing the lion. Now that she has fallen in love, now you are withdrawing. Hey! One day a lady told me, he said, be careful of women. They can really, if a woman wants to destroy you, she can destroy you. We're having a discussion. If a woman wants to destroy you, God, if she is hurt, she will do anything to avenge herself. Whoever rewards evil for good, evil not do what? How many of you are rewarding evil for good here? You are rewarding. May God have mercy on you. Hey, I said, may God have mercy. This scripture will blow your mind. Jeremiah 18, 20 to 22. This one. Jeremiah 18. Can we all read together? One to go. Shall evil be repaid for good? For they have dug a pit. Means that I was good to them, but they dug a pit for me. Remember that I stood before you to speak good for them. So while people are speaking good about you, you are speaking evil about them. To turn away your wrath from people are praying for you and you are wishing them evil. Continue. Verse 21. Therefore, deliver up their children to the farming. Hey, give me NIV. Go back. Start from verse 20. NIV. Please hurry up. Should good be repaid with evil? Yet they have dug a pit for me. Remember that I stood before you and spoke. This person was praying to God. Oh, that people have been good to them. Now they are paying me back with evil. So before you and spoke on their behalf. To turn your wrath away from them. Now God, let me tell you this is what you have to do to them. So give their children over to famine. You know famine? Let their children be hungry the rest of their lives. Hand them over to the power of the soul. Hey. Let their wives be made childless. And widows, let their men be put to. You see, people die premature. Sometimes there is a cause for that. Too. You see, let me tell you this. Whenever you are ungrateful, it's like a curse on you. It's like a, it's like a curse. I said, no minute also. I'm telling you. No, there is a curse. You are being cursed. Let their wives be childless. Widows, let their men be put to death. They are young men slain by the sword in battle. When they go, they never come back. 22. Let a cry be heard from their ah, may God forbid. In their houses, when you suddenly bring invaders against them, for they have dug a pit to capture me and have hidden snares for my feet. May you never be an ungrateful person. Amen. Hey, are you here? You have gone home. Amen. As you leave this place, anybody that you are paying evil for good. Call and reconcile. Go and apologize. Go and make one for your own good and the generation after you. I just heard the Lord tell me that. You are here with somebody. The person you are with is not your own person. You took the person from somebody. You know. I 
few lessons you, you must know. In conclusion, just three things. Number one, you are who you are by God's grace. Understand that. You must be grateful because you are who you are by God's grace. First Corinthians 4, 7. Who makes you differ from one another? What is it that you have that you do not receive? First Corinthians. Please be fast forward. First Corinthians 4, 7. Who makes you different from another, another, another one else? Anyone else? What do you have you did not receive? And if you did receive it, what then do you do what? So if there's any difference in your life, you must understand that somebody who did that thing for you, that person is called. Who makes you different from one another? Number two, uh, the second, uh, the second scripture, First Corinthians 15, 10. First Corinthians 15, verse 10. Please fast for me. But by the grace of God, I am what? I am what I am. Hmm. So you are who you are by God's grace. By the grace I am who I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. Yeah. Every man's life is at the mercy of God's grace. The level of the happenings in your life is determined by the grace of God at work in you. Exactly. I'm telling you. The further you go will be determined by the grace of God available for you. So you are where you are. You must understand that it's by the grace. It's not by your strength, by intellect, your smart. Who told you? There are people smarter than you. Don't deceive yourself. No, 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 no. Don't deceive yourself. When you go anywhere, gathering, and you, you think at yourself, you're a woman, you are beautiful, so everybody should look at you. Hey, hey, look, calm down, calm down. Calm down. You are just, there are people who are more beautiful than you. People can look at you and say, you are beautiful, you are nice, you are handsome. It is just by the grace of God. No, I'm telling you. So don't let who you enter here. Romans 9.16. Look at what it says. The same scripture, to, uh, three Bible verses. Romans 9.16, please first. It does not, therefore, depend on man's desire or effort. Now, give me the King James. I like the way the King James puts it. Please first. So then it is not for him that willeth, nor him that runneth, but of God. That's your word. It's just by the mercies of God. You are where you are by the mercy of God. And you go further by the mercies of God. So learn to appreciate this God who has brought you this far. Amen. The second thing you must also learn, the second lesson is that you will only go ahead or go far by God. Yeah. That's why you must learn to be grateful. God, he is the only one. I think first Samuel 7, 12. Samuel, when they have traveled, the Israelites have traveled to a certain point, he took a stone and Bible said he spoke on the stone and said, Then someone took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and called the name of it what? Thus far the Lord has helped us. We call it the stone of help. Thus far. If you can go far, it will take God. If you can end well, it will take God. If you can go far in this life, and do well, it will still be by this God. Never forget the happenings in your life. You forget God. Yeah. That's far. If you want to go further in life, never forget God. Never do what? Never forget God. When you forget Him, you forget your tomorrow. 
John 3, the verse 27. John 3, 27. Listen to what Jesus said. Then John 15, John 15, 5. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from where? From above. John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. Who abides in me and I am in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Tell the person, without God, your life is useless. No, I'm telling you, look at the person say, say without God, you are useless. Without God, you are useless. Tell you, without God, you are nothing. For without me, ye can do nothing. And absolutely nothing. So you boast in your strength. Without him, you... you. Hmm. And the last one, the last lesson, only God can secure your tomorrow and your future. Only God can secure your tomorrow and your future. He alone can preserve you. He alone can protect you. He alone can keep you. He alone can sustain your children. He alone can sustain your career. He alone can take care of you and bring you to the end that you desire and expect. The things that you place value and you cherish, he alone can preserve those things for you. Hmm. He alone. So you must learn to appreciate God because he alone can secure your tomorrow and your future. It's only God who If you have God with you, I want to assure you your future will be so glorious. Don't be afraid of your future. Don't be afraid for your children. Don't be afraid of any evil ahead of you because God will make sure he protect and preserve. Psalm 127, if the Lord does not build the house, verse 1, if the Lord does not build, Psalm 127 verse 1 please, my last scripture in closing. Unless, unless the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain. You are building, but you are, you are wasting your time. Because God is not in it. You are struggling. You are wasting your life. They labor in vain. Who build it? Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Yeah. It is vain for you to wake up in the morning, sleep late, whatever. Because he gives sleep to his children, whatever. Hallelujah. Amen. From today, may you learn to live a life of gratitude. Because you will need God from now till you die. You will need God. Tell the person that you need God from now till you will die. So learn to appreciate and learn to thank Him daily. No, this assignment I want everybody to do. Please, as you live here, buy a small book. Small one, that which you can put in your pocket, whatever. Everywhere you are going, go with you. Go with it, with this thing, the book and the pen. And whenever you say thank you, take it. One, two, three, four, five. If you say thank you, thank you, Lord. And count the number of thank yous you say every day. Just to teach you how to learn to appreciate God every day. At least your thank you for every day should not be less than ten. I hear you have gone home. It should not be less than what? And see what God will begin to do in your life. Don't thank him for what you have. Thank him for what even he's here to do in your life. Oh Lord, I thank you for this new year. Don't wait. I'm not saying come and stand here and say thank you. No, 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 no. Make it part of your, have that attitude of uh, thanksgiving. 
Let me part of your life. You sit down. Thank you, Lord. You wake up. Thank you, Lord. You get some food. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> some of you remembering how you have not been prayed for food. You get it. Thank you, Lord. Consciously and unconsciously, let thanksgiving just come out of your mouth. And you see what God will begin to do in your life. From today, may God take away complaining, murmuring out of our lives. Let the spirit of thanksgiving come upon us in the name of Jesus. Can you please rise to your feet? Glory to God. I said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. We are saying thank you, Jesus. Oh, sing it from the deepest of your heart. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we are saying thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, man. Let me say in the name of Jesus. Father, I want to thank you for all that you have done in my life. Let every spirit of ingratitude, let every nature of ingratitude be taken away out of my life. I drop every ungratefulness. I drop every spirit of ingratitude. And I receive the spirit and the grace of gratitude from today. Help me Lord to appreciate you in every moment and every minute out of my life. One minute. Let's have a begin to talk to God right now. Talk to him. 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 to be ungrateful person. Talk to him. In the name of Jesus. We are praying the last prayer. Sometimes we say in the name of Jesus. Father, help me, Lord, to be grateful to the people you used to be a blessing to me. In the name of Jesus. Anybody I've been ungrateful to, I receive the grace to reconcile. In the name of Jesus, let me end well with a spirit of gratitude. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and talk to God for one minute. Talk to God. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. As for the grace to drop. In the name. Let's pray this as our last prayer. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you in advance for your protection, for my blessing. I want to thank you that my, I have my marriage with me. I want to thank you that I have conceived. I have my children with me. I want to thank you that I have traveled in and out. I want to thank you for the blessings on my way. I want to thank you for the goodness in advance. In the name of Jesus, 
Lift up your voice and thank you for the things you were expecting to see. Talk to God right now. One minute. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Masa talaba. Lero la bradeba songra deba lo pradeba zondo bo shitalabala. I thank you for my health. I thank you that I am not single. I thank you that I am not barren. I'm not barren in the name of Jesus. I thank you that I am not sick. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for the children. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the husband you have brought on my way. Thank you for the goodness. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We have never forgotten your goodness. We know that we have come this far by your grace. We pray that Lord help us from today. Not to underestimate all the great things you have been doing in our lives. The things that people are praying and fasting for, we have them freely. Help us to recognize you. And help us to thank you. Father, let every spirit of ingratitude in our nature be uprooted in the name of Jesus. Help us to be humble enough to appreciate all the things you do for us. And the things you use people to do for us. Help us to be humble enough. Help us. That from now we will never take anything for granted. We will count our blessings. We will not look at our limitations. And what we don't have. But we look at what we have. And be joyful and be cheerful. And appreciate. Because the more we appreciate it. The more more doors will open for us. We bless you today. Let this spirit and let this grace of gratitude. Burn within our hearts. Always remember us. That we need to be thankful. Put this word in our mouth. From a good and a sincere heart. So that lives can go further. We thank you Father as a church. As a family. How far you brought us. We thank you for the life. From January to December. Nobody is even dead amongst us. We have not buried anybody. People were sick. But you did not allow any of them to die. That is the kind of God we serve. We stand before you today. We are not taking this for granted. At least I know some few churches. I know some few congregations. But Lord, you have spared us. Not that we are better. Not that we are too good. But just by your grace and by your mercy. For sparing the lives of everybody in this house. And all the branches. We have never had anything. We thank you. We say thank you and thank you and thank you and thank you and thank you. Thanks a million and thank you and thank you and thank you. Receive our thanksgiving Lord. Help us to live in this atmosphere of gratitude so that we can continue to see your greatness in our lives. Blessed be your name forever. We honor you as a church and as a people. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.